Hi guys, it's uh, Ray Newland here. Hope you're fitting well. And in this podcast, again, we're just going to just quickly speak about um, why goalkeeping coaches are now starting to look away from coaching at soccer clubs or football clubs, depending on where you're coaching the world, um, and you know, look to maybe do their own independent uh, goalkeeping academy. So whether or not they just jump into it and do the, you know, they, they turn the back on the soccer club and do their own independent goalkeeping academy, or what they should be doing is is keep the job, okay, but build their academy alongside their job. Very important that they do that. So there's more and more goalkeeping coaches uh, are starting to do that now. If you need to do the podcast, you'll you, you'll understand why. But another a reason why um, goalkeeping coaches are sort of turning the back on soccer clubs is because of the uh, the, the the income that they get. Uh, because basically, what happens is, you know, when you when you have your own goalkeeper academy, you can basically write your own check. Uh, but when you coach at a soccer club, obviously, you're you're, you're given the the wage that you negotiate. And you know, I'm guessing if you're listening to this, you're probably like 99% of goalkeeping coaches, uh, and you believe that you know you you don't get paid for the effort, the time and effort that you put in. And again, there's a lot of coaches that, you know, they'll negotiate to get X amount for, say, you know, 20 hours a week of coaching, but they actually put in about 40 hours worth of coaching and they get nothing extra for that. Now, again, you might be one of these goalkeeping coaches who say, hey, listen, right to me, it's not about the money. I enjoy doing the goalkeeping coaching. That's fine. I really admire anybody who wants to, you know, develop a, a child, doesn't matter if it's goalkeeping coaching, lacrosse, basketball, you know, anyone who takes their time to help a young child, whether it's paid for, voluntary, to me, you know, yeah, they've got the utmost respect. What I'm talking about here is goalkeeping coaches that, you know, they need an income, you know, um, you know, they've got to have an income, you know, it pays the bills, so to speak. Uh, so if you're a goalkeeping coach who, if you're saying, listen, right, yep, I'm one of those guys, I need to cover my, the bill payments, I need to put food on the table. Um Yeah, it is very, very frustrating sometimes coaching at these soccer clubs because, you know, you're, uh, you know, your your income is capped. And as I say, you know, you probably have a, an agreement in place for 20 hours um, a week, but you're probably putting in a, a lot more than what you should be. And again, the reason why you've sort of got to do that, I mean, I know a lot of goalkeeping coaches do it because it's, it's their passion uh, and, they, and they love doing it. And I, and I get that. I understand that. I do that myself. But also as well, you know, if we want to do the podcast, I was explaining about these just that many goalkeeping coaches now looking for goalkeeping coaching positions. These goalkeeping coaches are undercutting, you know, uh, goalkeeping coaches uh, with their income to get their foot in the door. And I think I mentioned one of the podcasts, one goalkeeping coach actually approached the soccer club and said, hey, look, you know, I'll coach for free. Uh, and I'll prove that I'm a good goalkeeping coach. And so the goalkeeping coach that I've been at that soccer club for several years got basically told he, you know, he was no longer wanted because, you know, the soccer the soccer club had someone that was going to do it for free, you know. So, uh, so I can understand sometimes, you know, goalkeeping coaches, you know, doing the. the, the going the extra mile for the soccer club because they know in the back of their minds, well, if I don't do this, these we've got these other goalkeeping coaches uh, waiting in the wings, so to speak, you know. So, so that to, to me, as I say, that I think probably arguably this is the most biggest gripe that goalkeeping coaches are. I'm talking the hundreds, if not the thousands of goal, thousands of goalkeepers I've spoke to over the years. That that definitely is their biggest gripe, uh, you know, that they put a lot of effort in uh, and they don't get the wage that they deserve. And that, to be honest with you, for the most part, for 99% of goalkeeping coaches, 
that's unfortunate. That's what's going to happen. Uh, the soccer clubs, for some reason, and it's you know, I, I was I was having these conversations twenty years ago. You know, uh, and basically, soccer clubs uh, don't see the value of goalkeeping coaches, uh, and that's down to ignorance uh, because they don't understand the position. Uh, you know, as I say, yeah, they don't. You know, a lot of them still don't understand it's such a specialist position, uh, and because of that ignorance, they don't feel as if they should pay the goalkeeping coaches uh, what a goalkeeping coach is worth. And I say that's why a lot of goalkeeping coaches now, quite rightly, are now looking to do their own independent goalkeeping academy. Uh, because, as I say, you know they can control the hours, and they, to a degree, if if they know what they're doing uh, in business as well as goalkeeping coaching, because obviously to have a goalkeeping coach in business, believe it or not, it's actually uh, it's more important to be a good business person than a good goalkeeping coach. Honestly, I've seen so many amazing goalkeeping coaches fail because they weren't business people, and I've seen so many goalkeeping coaches make a six-figure income, more than a six-figure income. Um, and to be honest with you, uh, these guys shouldn't, should not have been on the, on the coaching field, coaching, uh, coaching goalkeepers full stop. But because they were a good business person, they had good people skills. Uh, they obviously managed to be a success. Okay. Yeah. So, but if you're, if you're a good business person and a good goalkeeping coach, you know, uh, the world is definitely your oyster. Okay. Yeah. But as I say, that was just another quick video. So, you know, may, maybe you're in that situation, as I say now, where you say, look, Ray, I hear you. I'm, I'm getting paid. I'm doing 20 hours a week work, but I'm putting 45 hours a week working, uh, and I'm not getting valued whatsoever. Or are you a goalkeeping coach who say, Hey, Ray, listen, you know what? The, the hours that I work, I'm more than happy to you know get the income that i get and again i'm sort of only speaking here to to goalkeeping coaches who need an income from their goalkeeping coaching but again the ones that do it voluntary and for the love of the game you know respect guys okay so yeah leave the comments below okay from your experiences good or bad so you know what the other goalkeeping coaches coming into and listening to these podcasts uh, and you know not only get to learn from what i'm saying here but also get to learn from your comments that'd be much appreciated remember keep us union okay so have a great day or great night wherever you are and all the best